home losing streak. See yourself out. The fans are on their feet. The score clock reads zero. I got good news and I got bad news. The good news is the losing streak at home is over. The bad news, next week you got to pay for your tickets. 30 to 20. The Elks have won a home game. Celebrate, indeed. Morley Scott joining us this morning. Thanks for hopping up on a day off, Morley. Well, it's never a day off for you in football season, but good to chat with you. How you doing? I'm good. I'm very good. Thank you, Daryl. How are you? I know. We were texting. We were doing a little texting last night, as we often do around uh, after the Elks game, uh, usually sparked by Jay Lynn uh, putting out some silly silly uh, uh, meme of some form. But it's just uh, so life is so much nicer when you win, man. And so much more fun to call, I imagine. Oh, everything! Everything's better when you win. I, I, like they say, you know, the hot dogs taste better, the beer yeah, yeah. is colder. Everything is better when you win, and that's uh, and that's what's happening right now with the Elks. It's only two, and of course, yeah, it know. comes after nine straight losses. But it's only two, and uh, they hope they're in a position to turn the turn the season around. But I guess the most important thing is the fact that they finally won at home. It's been a, a long, long time since they've uh, done that, and they did it last night, uh, first time since October of two thousand and 19 that the Elks get a home win and it was a pretty cool atmosphere last night especially uh, especially post game last night uh, on the field uh, they usually let the guys uh, the fans on the field and mostly it's usually just kids mm-hmm. uh, who are allowed on the field and, and they let them run around for you know 15 minutes or so but they let them go for probably half an hour last night <laughs> and there was a lot more people on the field having a lot more fun than they had in years past well and uh, you mentioned it on the broadcast or you heard it on the TV broadcast I don't know how, I'm not sure what the actual attendance was. It was not bad for a Sunday night, but the noise they made, that's the loudest I've heard Commonwealth Stadium well, in a long time now. Yeah, for sure, especially uh, late in the fourth quarter when everybody was sensing what was about to happen and the streak was going to end, that they were finally going to win in front of their home crowd. Uh, the fans were absolutely phenomenal in the last half of the fourth quarter. The, really loud when Ottawa had the football, and then at the end of the game, the celebration was terrific. What I couldn't understand is there were some people leaving midway through the fourth quarter. Uh, you know, the game was in hand, they, they figured, and they were leaving, but I thought, man, if you want, if you waited this long, I mean, hang out and just see the clock hit zero for the first time in a while with the victory. So, oh, uh, I got to yeah, beat the, the traffic, though, Morty. I got to beat guess, the traffic. Gotta, you gotta, as we said last night, you got to get a seat in the LRT, right? So that's what the, <laughs> that's what they were doing. Um, but yeah, even you know, post game talking to Chris Jones and a couple of the players, uh, very appreciative of the fans, uh, and and they know they've put them through a long, yeah. long, arduous stretch of football at home over the last uh, three plus seasons. So uh, they're. Uh, they're, they're very appreciative of, of how the fans reacted and how yeah. uh, a, a certain number has hung out. Uh, the official attendance last night was just under 24,000. Everyone's asking me, was there that many there? I, I don't know. I can't tell from where no, I no. sit. It doesn't really matter. They were there. They were loud, and they were having a good time. Yeah, and you were talking about Chris Jones, a little bit from Chris Jones from last night. It's been tough on them. You know, I mean, uh, you know, the media's been tough on them. And, and quite honestly, I mean, when you, when you lose that many in a row, it is a big story. So, I mean, it's part of, uh, you know, part pro sports there's going to be uh streaks either way yeah and like uh, marty he was he was it's been tough on the fans it's tough on the players but how many times did we hear that uh that it was just about stick together as a team stick to the plan have faith it's going to turn around and you know what of course it was going to turn around eventually yeah 
Chris Jones is a big believer in the process and sticking to it and doing and putting the players he feels can be successful in certain situations and in certain positions. And he's stuck to his formula. And, uh, you know, honestly, they're better than a 2-9 and nine team right yeah, now, yeah. I, I believe. They've had some bad luck go their way. The football's bounced the wrong way on them several times this year. I mean, I, I and I've said this a lot, Daryl, in week number one against Saskatchewan, the, uh, the Elks had the chance to get the ball into the end zone from the one-yard line. They had three cracks at it, and it would have given them the lead and probably the win in that game. They didn't get it. What happens if they do get it? Where are we today? I know what, you know, ifs and nuts, uh, ifs and buts are candies and nuts, right? But yeah, yeah. Uh, if, if, that, if they got in at that point in the first game, who knows where we are in the season? Who knows what kind of record they have? They didn't, and we're at 2-9, and nine, but we'll move forward and see what they can do. They still got a chance to, to make some noise uh, in the West Division and in the crossover. The schedule uh, looks good for them, so we'll just have to wait and see. But right now, man, just everybody just enjoy that win last night. Well, and I was actually talking with Halsey a little earlier this morning. How how exciting to know that the Labor Day Classic that's coming up next weekend in, in Calgary is going to mean something. Because for the longest time, when the Elks were just... And then now Calgary, two horrible teams going against it, or at least as far as records were concerned, right? There was no... That, that wouldn't have been fun. Now, suddenly, this is fun. Both teams have a ton at stake. Both have pressure on them. Both are going to really want to win so that the other doesn't get buried, so they don't get buried. This is going to be fun. Yep, the Elks are two and nine, and the Stampeders are three and eight. So not only Labor Day, but the rematch as well is going to mean so much. And then all of a sudden, uh, you know, if if one team sweeps those two games, they're knocking on the door against uh, with Saskatchewan for mm-hmm. third place in the CFL West, not just the crossover. So yeah, it means a lot. It's going to be a lot of fun uh, over the next uh, couple of weeks to be a part of uh, the preparation for those games, and of course uh, being there and being at them. The, the Labor Day has not been kind to the Elks yeah. of, of recent years. Uh, I've been doing games since. 2010, Daryl, and I've seen two wins on Labor Day. Mm-hmm. Um, one was 2011, and one was uh, one was 2021. So it's been uh, it's been a tough sledding for the Elks on Labor Day, but uh, teams are evenly matched, and as they say, anything can happen, right? Absolutely. Uh, I- Yep, I was going to say, I, I did some I did some figuring. I did a little deep dive. I'll share this with you. Sure. I, since since the Elks' last win at home uh, in October of 2019, uh, they've had uh, the franchise has had two names, three presidents, <laughs> two general managers, four head coaches, and have uh, gone through a world one worldwide pandemic. So yeah. it's been it's been tough sledding since 2019. And I think we should have a special shout out uh, to two players. Uh, Tanner Green, fullback, number 27. Scott Hutter, defensive back and special teams ace, number 20. They're the only two players who are on the team back when they last won at home. So they're the only two guys who have been wow. through all 22 home losses. And uh, we talked to um, we talked to Tanner Green on the postgame last night. And uh, he was, as much as anyone, he was just so happy that this thing was over. Oh, that's, that's, that's a fascinating deep dive, by the way. Yeah, it's been a long time. I, you know what? I, I need to take a break. Morley, normally I'd just chat with you for one, but it's nice to have you on here this morning. Not like it's not nice to have you on every morning, but you know, just stick around. Just uh, sit through a commercial and we'll come back. I want to talk a little bit more. Okay? I'll wait right here. Yeah. <laughs> Go. Or you have time to grab yourself another coffee, buddy. Okay. Okay. Back more with uh, Morley Scott, your voice of your Edmonton Elks, coming up right after this. And on the line this morning with uh, Morty Scott getting a little bit of a sleep in after the night before and uh, not in studio today, joining us on the phone. Uh, good to have you on here. So many people thrilled to watch Trey Ford last night. So tell me, from your point of view uh, as a quarterback, so what, he's had six games, I guess, now that he's uh, started for the Edmonton Elks and won the last two. Uh, what did you see from Trey Ford that, uh, that uh, 
gives you more hope for down the road and for why that was a victory last night. Oh, so so many good things. I mean, he's he does so many great things with his feet, and he just keeps plays alive. We, we've seen that a couple of times. There was one play last night. He only got back to the line of scrimmage, mm-hmm. but he avoided being sacked uh, probably a couple of times for, for maybe a loss of 12 yards on one and maybe a loss of about uh, six or seven on another, but he ended up getting back to the line of scrimmage. He's just able to – his athleticism allows him to, to spin away from tacklers and, and get himself free. And then a, a couple of times we've seen that where then he'll get open and he'll throw a pass down field or he'll take off and run himself uh, I, I don't deal with the the quarterback rating number very often mm-hmm. uh daryl because it's math and i just don't yeah we, well, we know you along. and math that's not good yeah we don't get along very well as everybody knows so i i don't pay uh, much attention to it but when you break it down the, the perfect passer rating for a quarterback in a game is 158.3 and that takes into effect completions interceptions first uh, every, it, it takes in a whole uh, a bunch of numbers uh so so the perfect passer rating is 158.3. Last night, Trey Ford was 158.3. Uh, wow. That tells you how he played last night. It wasn't a perfect game, but he had a perfect passer rating. Only threw 18 passes, completed 15 of them. So that's a completion rate of 83% last night. He had 73% going into the game. So right now, he hasn't played enough games to qualify for the league leaders yet, but he's got the best passing percentage in the Canadian Football League right now. Threw for 317 yards. First 300 yard game of his career. First 300 yard game that an Elks quarterback has had this season. Also threw for a touchdown. Then throw in the fact that he ran for 74 yards as well and a touchdown. So yeah, he put up uh, he put up some big numbers uh, last night and was very impressive. And for a kid who hasn't played a lot of football, uh, he he's, he's, he plays a smart game. He's able to find the right guys. He's mm-hmm. able to wait. He doesn't make a lot of mistakes. He's only thrown, in the three games he started this year, he's only thrown one interception. And uh, he's still kicking himself about that Every time I talk to him, he talks about the interception against yeah. Winnipeg and how he's disappointed. And so uh, he, he he was working hard. He wants to get better. Sky's the limit for this kid for sure. And it's, yeah. it's just great to see him get an opportunity and not only get the opportunity, but really run with it. Yeah. Well, and, you know, we keep talking about uh, just the fact that he is such a good runner. But, man, he was firing out some some decent darts and some long balls last night as well. You all got a chance to chat with him last night. Uh, man, did he seem like he was having a good day. Super special, you know, to get the, get the first home win of the season and, uh, you know, break the streak and just feel like we're taking steps in the right direction uh winning two back-to-back games now we've got calgary back-to-back um and i think there's just a lot of excitement in the locker room for us and uh, a lot of guys are truly believing and starting to buy into what we're doing here yeah i, I like to like the, the joy there that was on the field oh, as well the, yeah the noise after the, in the dressing when we were talking to players was incredible we we've heard a lot of very quiet dressing rooms over the last few years from games at commonwealth stadium but it was it was great to hear the noise one more note on on trey ford he's only started three games, Daryl, uh, but he is now third in quarterback rushing in the league after three <laughs> games. 184 yards rushing with a couple of touchdowns. The only uh, the only starters who have more than him, well, Taylor Cornelius has more at 207, and uh, Dustin Crum has more, uh, who the Elks held without much yardage at all last night. They did a great job. He couldn't he get He had 451 anywhere. yards going into the game. Uh, last night, he only had 28 yards on five carries, so the defense yeah. was good last night, too. Yeah, very good. Uh, just before I let you go, uh, Tell me about the Terry Vaughn ceremony. Uh, Halsey was mentioning it earlier. He said it was a really, really well done ceremony. 
Yeah, it was. It was well done indeed. I, a couple of things I took note of. First, Terry Vaughn, and we had him on in the third quarter, and he said he was kind of got tongue-tied. He was so emotional about what was going on. I asked him earlier if he had a speech ready, and he, he said, no, I'll just wing it. And uh, <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't speak for very long last night, but it was from the heart, that's for sure. But what I noticed and really thought was cool, I think there was about, I counted 19 uh, former teammates, coaches, and, uh, tr- and training staff who were at the ceremony on the field with him. And I think that's pretty special that they all came. A lot of them don't live in Edmonton. They all came back to be a part of it. That includes Ricky Ray, who was there uh, last night. And then the other thing I noticed is that the the Elks team and Chris Jones came out of the dressing room at halftime probably about seven or eight minutes earlier than they normally do so that they could be on the field and watch the ceremony and pay respects to Terry Vaughn and the great history of this of this franchise. So I thought that was pretty cool last night, too. Yeah, that tells you a little something about the guy, not just the player, but the guy. Yeah. Yeah, and, and Chris Jones knows him. He was one of the, Chris Jones says, when I came here, uh, he came to Edmonton as a guest coach back in the early uh, 2000s or late 90s. And Terry, he came here with Don Matthews, and, and uh, Terry Vaughn was here. And he says he's one of the first guys I met, one of the first guys I, I talked to about the Canadian Football League. So he's got a lot of healthy respect for Terry Vaughn as well. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, Marty, uh, get your butt back to work uh, tomorrow morning. Although you do, don't you have a little something tonight? Yeah, I got the Elks this week tonight at 7.30, and we'll have, uh, like last week after the win in Hamilton, we'll have a different tone to the program, I'm sure, uh, tonight. There'll be, uh, there'll be a lot to talk about. I know Blake Dermott's going to join me, and we'll set up something else as well to uh, uh, go back and talk about last night and kind of set the table for uh, the Labor Day Classic coming up, uh, I guess, one week from today, right? Yeah, or, or yeah. yeah, you're right. One week, yeah. I guess you know your schedule. You're not good at the math, but you're good with the days of the week. I do know the schedule, yes. Well, there's only there's only seven of them, right? I think there's only seven, so I do know okay. them well. well. Yeah, see, now you're going, oh, I think uh, see, you just ruined it yourself. Talk to you tomorrow, buddy. Appreciate your time uh, today. Uh, uh, all right, Daryl. See you later. Right, cheers. Bye-bye. Uh, it is coming up on 652.